Yo, what up, people? It's your boy, Trad Dave. Needle to the groove. You know why I'm here. You know what I do. Today, I got a special guest in the building. Shout out to my homegirl, Raina, right? Because she had put me on to this young lady that I have in the building today. Everywhere she was spinning that, Raina would pop up and be like, yo, telling you, son, you need to go out here. You know what I'm saying? Every little spot you was killing, Raina would tell me. So, you know, I did my little investigation. You know what I'm saying? Asked a couple questions, talked to a couple people, and they said, you're the one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. They That's say, what they saying. They saying, you're the one right now. So, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Needle to the Groove, Sonic Blush. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. coming through. Oh, absolutely. Um, first question I ask all my guests, mm -hmm. um, especially that are DJs, is why DJ? Why DJ? Why DJ? You could have been um, any. You could do anything else. It's actually crazy because, like, I tried to stay away from it. If I'm being honest, um, my influence, I guess, of like music comes from my dad. My dad is a DJ. Oh, um, yeah. Well, so, hell. Yeah. So it was just kind of like <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and I was a dad's girl. Like growing up, like he had a group. Um, they're still together. They're called the Basics um, from Toledo. Okay. Um, and Glass City in the building. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So um, I grew up there watching them like at the clubs, like DJing, like being on the scene. Um, not only just him, but like a lot of his friends, either DJing, like producing, um, spending hours at the record shop when I wanted to go home. Facts. Um, <laughs> I'm just like. Yeah, this is not, you know, like what I want to do. And so, like, I had equal balance, I guess, as far as music. Like, my dad being, like, super into hip-hop and, like, my mom um, definitely being in, like, in hip-hop, but more so, like, R&B, neo-soul, jazz. Um, so, it was like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to go to school, take the normal route, go to college, like, all that stuff. And mm -hmm. then I was just like, I like doing this, but mm -hmm. what do I love? Like, I love music. And so, a lot of the time... Music. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, over the pandemic, like when we were in the house stuck, not doing nothing, yeah. I had already been like DJing, but I wasn't on the scene. Okay. I, um, so I started to take it more serious. Um, and then like my dad moved back home, um, to Toledo. So I was here and I was like, you know what? Like I'm about to buy my own equipment. Word. Um, I'm just about to teach myself, like, and, uh, and of course, like, with pointers from him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause he was trying to show me too much, and I'd be like, I have to learn at my own pace. Like, I can't be jumping from this to like do, doing something else. So, um, yeah, like I just started practicing on my own, and then, um, I remember like my first gig was doing something at our bar. Um, Word, that's yeah. your first gig. We'll see that it was it was a booking there. So like um, my friend, uh, she had an opening for um, her um, like organization or whatever, and it was just like a celebration. Um, she was like, "Oh, like you should come DJ." And uh, I was still working at the radio station at the time. Um, and she would come in and I would just be in there like practicing and stuff. And so once I did that, um, it just kind of ran from there. Word. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so in, in your household, are, are you like the only child or you have siblings? Mm -mm. Yeah. So on my dad's side, I'm the oldest of six, <laughs> three boys, three girls. And then I'm the oldest also on my mom's side of Word. four. So, yeah. 
So what type of like I know you said your mom was like Neo Soul, but what what do you remember hearing? Like what air do you really remember hearing a lot as a kid? As a kid, yeah. Um, so lots of Mary J. Blige, lots of <laughs> lots of Jill Scott. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to gauge your parents' age without really yeah. asking. Oh, <laughs> um, Erica Badu. Um, but some older stuff. Um, like R and B wise, um, oh god, this is good. The Whitehead Brothers, um, who Norman Whitehead, huh? Norman Whitehead and um, yeah, the Whitehead Whitehead Brothers. Um, yeah. so like old old R and B, um, and then like on the rap side, I would say like Talib Kweli, Common, um, <laughs> okay. so Pops was ahead. Yeah, Jay Dilla, um. Like, and he's the biggest Dilla fan I know. So that's like a lot of my influence, I guess, uh, comes from him from that. So I had like a lot of different things. Right. Yeah. Have you, um, are you familiar with the Jay Dilla book? The new one by Dave Yes. So I haven't, I haven't read it yet and I've been waiting for the perfect moment because there's been so (laughs) much going on and I was like, oh, like, okay, stuff is about to slow down. Absolutely not. I was just telling (laughs) (laughs) somebody, I was like. Okay, like I'm gonna slow down. I have time to like do some self care stuff, and that is on like my list to do. I haven't read it yet. You should get your pops that book, man. I got it. I think he has it already. We haven't discussed (laughs) it. I'm sure he does. Um, But yeah, we haven't talked about it yet. But it's on my list to read. Right. Yeah. Now, did did you you grew up in Toledo before you moved to Columbus? Yeah. So that's where Mm -hmm. I'm from. Okay. Okay. Like, Mm -hmm. how long did you live there? Um. Pretty much, like, through college. So, um, after my undergrad, I, like, moved here to start working for um, Radio 1. Um, okay. And, yeah, so I've been here maybe about, like, three or four years now. Oh, where? Yeah. Okay, okay. New to the city, basically. Yeah, still new. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When you, was, uh, when you was at Radio 1, you worked with, like, Gio? Did you know um, Giovanni? So, or- yeah, Gio was there. Yeah. Uh, Yavis was um, yeah, Yavis. in promo yeah. at the time. Um let me see. City News is still there. Um, That's my dog. <laughs> yeah. That's my dog. City News is still <laughs> there. Um, Divine. Oh, everybody. Like, yeah, before we yeah. had the big switch. So, Mr. Yeah. King, yeah. Yep, still there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All them. Did your parents have, like, because I'm thinking with their age, did they have vinyl in the house or just CDs? Um. So, my dad had vinyl around. Um, okay. My mom more so has CDs. She collected, though, but I never, like, it was nothing that was readily available for us to touch. It was kind of like the white room. Like, (laughs) don't don't go in there, don't sit in there, don't spill nothing, like, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Do you... Were you the type, like, the kid that, like, try to sneak and still try to... Yes. And I would get in trouble all the time. Um, especially, like, my mom, because I lived with her, and, like, she had this little MP3 player. And I was, like, when MP3s, like, first got cool, it had the USB on the end, so you can just plug it right into the real computer. Real quick, real quick. And the only thing that was, like, really on there was, like, a lot of Tribe and um, a lot of Slum Village and stuff. And I was stealing and taking it to school. And I would get in trouble all the time that is, <laughs> for, I mean, for taking it. So, yeah. So, like, I'm from an era where we did read credits. Like, that's, you know, we cracked the CD open. We read every credit because we were all trying to look for the shout outs and see who produced what. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, was that a something that you did or does some people around your age group do? Because I don't know if people do that anymore. Um, I feel like I've done it more just at. 
I've done it more like more recently um, as much as I've like been learning more about like music and just like what I like mm-hmm. um, but then also like going back so a lot of my friends they be like girl like you listen to all the old ass stuff <laughs> and I'm like but I'm interested though you know so I remember having a conversation with like my dad or like hearing them talk about it as a kid but um, I feel like my close inner circle so like other people who are you know on the music scene so like Satella, yeah, Jerry yeah. H, Dom, Deshaun like all of those people we talk about that stuff all the time, but just, I guess people who aren't in that scene, they don't really yeah. talk about it. Well, the reason why I ask, I always think it's funny, like, um, obviously, you know, my niece, Michaela. Yeah. And, um, you Shout know. Shout out to New Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, KK's dad was like a music junkie, and that's where I got it from. That's my brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, he, he was, he was the one that made me, uh, ahead, but, uh, K's always posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like old school stuff, yeah. And even old school stuff to me, yeah. And I'm always like, "What is it really?" But you know, I'm always <laughs> asking her make sure, like, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna be authentic about it. Like, yeah. you're just not gonna post it just to be on your IG post. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she gets every time. Yeah. What was the first? I'm guessing CD that you bought with your own money. My own money. Yeah. Um. My own money. Yeah, it's like, you know, whether you got to, you know, pops let you hold 20, moms let you hold 20, whatever, and y'all went to the, you know, y'all was out. It's like, ooh, this is the artist I like, and I'm going to buy their album. You, wow. Um, it would probably be um, Jill Scott, which what? is crazy, because I was, like, young. That was, like, the first one I bought my own money, but, like, at the time, I remember my first CDs and stuff were like Sierra Goodies and like <laughs> Chris Brown exclusive album and stuff like that. But no, the um, I think is it called Beautifully Human, the one with the little girl on the cover. I think so. My mom used to listen to that all the time. So when I like had my money, I was just like, oh, like I want to be like my mom. So <laughs> I bought that. Let's be clear, Jill Scott is. <laughs> very much so and I probably shouldn't have been listening to it but I also kept this hidden from her so yeah Jill Scott can be very filthy with them songs she can't be it, they're beautiful I don't think that album was that bad though was it Beautifully Human yes it, it, it's just a couple records where you know it, it's just not blatant it was just never like in your face but if you yeah. start listening like Hey, what you talking about? Yeah, so that would be my first. And then um, if I can remember, like, my second, definitely an influence for my dad, Doyle Subject. Kudos to your parents, man. Yeah, they got me together. They (laughs) They, did. They did. So I've always been curious, like, you know, my era kind of, like, had the MTV era, right, and the Mm -hmm. BET. But by the time, like, you came... You know, especially when you was finding yourself musically, like how important was YouTube to me? Yes. Um, that, shit, I wish we had YouTube when we was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say a, a like a lot, and even though like I definitely paid homage to like all the old school stuff. I mean, mm. you got to think about like Soldier Boy and like yeah. all of that. So a lot of people be trying to clown him, but I'm like, you have to give him his flowers, especially with like. 
um, just how he contributed to the music scene and just the sure. new social media. You know what I mean? Um, so for for me, yeah, it was always cool because it was like, all right, ooh, it's a new video coming out. Well, I can't watch it the full version on One Up Six and Park like right. yet, or they had new hosts at the time. So it was like, let me go, you know, search it here. Um, so yeah, I would say that was pretty like big and like watching videos and stuff because it was like, ooh, you know, like what is it gonna be? So yeah, and I think the advantage of what y'all have, especially with YouTube. Y'all, y'all was growing up with it, so mm-hmm. you know, with program TV is like I, you can only watch these ten videos. Yep. Where y'all had access to literally hundreds of millions, but mm-hmm. you know, one and the reason why I'm bringing this up because when I heard you spin, you were playing different version of records. Yep. Like how important was YouTube? Like, oh, I can play it. somebody uploaded a remix of this. Mm-hmm. Somebody up like. How how influenced was that on you? Um, so I would say not as much because like I feel like YouTube was more for like, ooh, these are some unreleased songs that uh, I can have like access to that like I can't hear, um, you know, on on television or like one hundred six and part or you know whatever like those MTV shows where that play music videos. Um, but more so for me, I started hearing flips very early, like of stuff. Just it was like okay. My dad would practice all the time. I would be in his room and the instrumental would be something different and the lyrics would be on top. So it was like, that was just in my face. That wasn't nothing I had Uh, to like go and find. So knowing like as I got more into music that these flips were out here and SoundCloud was a thing. It was like, oh, like, okay, this is where, (laughs) yeah, like this is where like I like to be. Um, So yeah. With, With SoundCloud, how important was that to you even practicing? Like- oh, very much so. And I just feel like not only just for the sounds, but um, I'm really big on community and support. Oh, um, man. And Talk like about it. supporting, <laughs> like, because um, not, every- not everyone is, but I feel like artists have to, especially creatives, have to make sure that we supporting each other. Like, I'm not like funny acting, I look at everybody the same I don't put nobody on a pedestal it's just like you do what you do and that shit's dope and I do what I do and that shit's dope so um I always am like trying to find a ways okay how can I support people locally or even people I don't know who their shit is fire you know what I mean so um definitely like we're practicing and then um like with over the pandemic and like taking it more serious like I have been listening to Selection since 2011 you know since yeah, it started yeah, so yeah. like that was an influence on me too because it was like oh this is something that's starting to gain traction or that's popular for like you know glamorizing like flips and stuff like that yeah. Um so yeah that's yeah because SoundCloud just gave such an outlet to beat makers and, and you would hear remixes that will only have like 500 plays but shit that should be so fire, fire yeah you'd be like damn why in a million people listen to this right and you know I, I noticed that that influence was it started like Katronada was like probably like you know my my like oh shit like mm-hmm. you could take a, a, a flip and make and blow up with it mm-hmm. and I was just wondering like do, do you look like do you look for flips and just download them? Like, how do you? Oh, how do you I definitely even do. Like, um, I was gonna say honestly, 
I feel like my algorithm has gotten so good. <laughs> like, that, that stuff, like, be finding me, like, light hiking. But I'm I'm a deep, like, digger, like, for not only flips, but just music in general. So, like, um, any, I mean, for me, I think if I could say, like, how my sets reflect myself, I always try to... Um, include like stuff that's close to me and like personal so a lot of stuff that I was hearing growing up but it's like okay what's popular now um how can I put those two things together and still make it relevant um to what's going on right now and um yeah like I'm just a deep digger yeah for like flips sometimes I'll spend hours and I'll be like yo I have to chill or I'm not gonna play like all of this stuff you know what I'm saying so I got like drives or I just got stuff sitting on there um so yeah, that's that's so dope and it's so funny because like me and one of my old heads was talking about you know like he he's a producer and I mentioned him earlier Rashad and we were talking about like buying vinyl and mm-hmm. digging that way you know what yeah. I'm saying and he was like <laughs> he was like nigga I went and ch- went to the dollar bin a dollar bin five dollars now he was like shit he was like I can go to YouTube and find these records right, and for free and flip them yeah he's like why am I being such a purist man he was like man I gotta stop that like mm. he's like I can go get you know all these songs from YouTube now or you know what I'm saying all these um basically players like SoundCloud and MixCloud and stuff like that and yeah. he's like he's like man that's that's the way to dig. He was like... It is. I mean, now it's like... I want to say it's like more convenient, but like also too, I can just put on stuff or like, you know, a playlist or like, oh, like, am I looking for something, you know, specific or whatever? Um, It's just easier to do that way. But I also am very appreciative of those because like now you have stuff like uh, the record players now, like you can record and like put the USB in there or put the SD card in there and then strip it and you know it's like different which I do know how to do that so <laughs> I think um, it's more of a, a sound so you also run the risk like with SoundCloud stuff not being the sound quality that Ooh, it needs to be yeah, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so it's like I mean flips really came from DJs taking something on this turntable and then doing something different on this other turntable so it's, I mean, it's easier now, but I just feel like you still got to know how to do them separately. Before it's still, the it's still a talent, still a skill. Yeah. You know, anybody just can't do it, you know. And that that's one thing I love about DJing, um, even with me practicing and, you know, hearing people like you, it's like, it's still a skill. Yeah. Because you can still tell when somebody's whack. Like, oh, you just play music. Yeah. Which is fine. Yes. You like playing music. Thumbs up. Like, it's fine. But <laughs> that don't mean you're dope. You know what I'm saying? No, like, that's true. That's dope. Um, let's say you have, like, uh, like, uh, like a gig. Let's say you got a gig tomorrow. Okay. What is your thought process going into it? Like, say, say it's just like, all right, it's going to be like a mixed crowd kind of there. And are you going to do you? Or are you going to play to the crowd? Or I feel like I've always played as myself. Um, I, I and I I, I kind of have difficulty playing Your like co signing over here like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I've always <laughs> I've always played like for myself. Um in every set that I do. And like yeah, I definitely am cognizant of like what's new, you know what I mean, and like what's happening, but 
I don't know. I just I have a spiritual thing with music. So for me, it's like I'm not about to play nothing that's not I don't feel as quality. You ain't about to play Stanky Legs just to play Stanky Legs or something. No, like I mean, like it's bigger than me wrong. And the dude played it, and I just stopped. Like for real, you gonna play it right now? Like I mean, if you're feeling it, that's okay. (laughs) If you're feeling it, that's okay. But like for me, it's a spiritual thing. Every set that I do is like. Like I said, also, too, I just, I like to put myself in that mindset of, like, okay, because sometimes I have really, really bad anxiety. Like, a lot of people don't know that. So, oh, like, word. I still get nervous before every set that I do, and everybody be like, oh, like, you did fine. I'm like, man, actually, that shit was whack. Like, and y'all are like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> this was so great. Um, So, I don't know. Like, I, my thought process is to be myself because um, I feel like a lot of people within music and creatives feel like they have to cater to crowds just because like, oh, like I want people to like me and like all this other stuff. I'm like, I'm just cool with being me. Like, I'm just doing this because I love music. Like, I really could care less about everybody else. Like, it's definitely cool that like, yeah, I appreciate what I'm doing, but I feel like it's not even just, oh, like what she's playing. I think it's knowing when someone is genuine and passionate about what they're doing and when it's not. You can feel that, like, no matter what somebody is doing, you know? So, um, I think people receive me that way and know that I'm being genuine and like, yo, this is stuff I listen to every day and I just want to share it with y'all. You know what I mean? Um, So, I guess in a short version of my answer, my thought process is to always be myself and never try to be nothing different than that you know i love it so when you're do you build a set Mm -hmm. like because i've noticed like you know the few times that i've dj'd out like i gotta have a like at least the first five joints Mm -hmm. like and then i can get into my bag and get comfortable but i need like all right i know these five joints is probably what everybody knows so Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh you know um i would say at, like, when I was first starting, I would have, like, a general area. So, like, even how I build my crates, I can't think, like, very black and white. Like, okay, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like, I have to have stuff very loose because um, I like to play off feelings. So, for me, it's like, okay, if I am doing a set, it's like, yo, I know this is the type of people that's going to be there. What's something that can catch their eye, you know what I mean? Um, or catch your ear, I should say. Um, stuff that they would like, but what's something that's still gonna allow me to be myself? So I will think about like the first few songs, or like if I a couple of days before or a day before, I'll listen to stuff that feels right, I guess that goes with it. Um, but for the most part, like I just play. But sometimes I will say, like I have to make sure I'm always uploading and like moving around my music because I don't want my sets to sound the same. Ah, and so some feelings. I feel like sometimes can be the same and it's like, okay, well, like, yeah, you heard me play that before, but maybe you heard me play it in a different way. But it's like, I don't want you to feel like, oh, like, her sets are the same. Like, oh, every this time. is the setup song to bring in this one, to bring yeah, in that one. Right, you know? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm always like a real stickler, like, for that because I want it to be an experience every time. Right. I, I definitely, as a, as a fan and as a listener, you know, I've been around all, I always say, I always tell people, all my OGs are DJs. So, I've been around it so much and it is dope when you can hear somebody and they make you feel different each time you hear them. Yeah. You know, 
And then, you know, some cases, like, just being around people, you'd be like, damn, I heard, I, yeah, okay, here come the Rockefeller set, boom, boom, boom. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, ah. So I always look for, always look for that, oh, shit moment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, like, where did you just go? You know, you'd be in the middle of a conversation, you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? What right. they do? Mm-hmm. How... Again, and it's gonna be a lot of like old nigga, you know, young nigga okay. person shit. My era used to dance. Like, how do you feel like as a DJ? Like, you know, you killing it. Your friends is hyping you, but everybody too cool. I always try to when I think about different events and stuff that I do. I try to make it as inclusive as possible. Um, because I'm like, damn, like y'all can't be too cool. And I, and oftentimes I don't play in places to where I know the energy is going to be like that. Like (laughs) there are certain like clubs or like just types of vibes that I just realized don't fit with me and that's okay. So, um, I feel like it's, you have to be open and people who listen to me and who come to like my sets know that like. You're going to hear something different every time and you're going to want to dance because I'm going to provide that vibe. But it's like you have to be open in that way. So if you're not, I'm not the DJ for you. And I'm okay with that. I don't try to be everybody's DJ. Like, I just, I got to do what feels right. And it's like, um, yeah, like we try to dance. We're trying to have a good time because I be trying to do that. So it's like, you look crazy if you're not. My friends and, you know, other people who are around are like having a good time. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love people that aren't too cool. Like, you know, and that, because yeah. I was the, I was the, the way we, like, back in the day when my OG was DJing, my other homie was, he was the hype man, mm-hmm. and my job was, like, get on the dance floor first, you know, mm-hmm. make everybody else feel comfortable, you know right. what I'm saying, so they would play joints, and I would go on the dance floor by myself, and you know, you know how it is, once one person, see one person, it's like, oh yeah, everybody follow. else, like, oh yeah, so that was, like, the dynamic, like, mm-hmm. So, you know, I appreciate when I see, like, people rocking with a DJ. I don't like when everybody's just too cool. And then at the end of the night, like, oh, you killed it. And she was just like, yeah, but I think it also too depends on uh, another thing to make note of is like, okay, what's the vibe and what's the area? Because like for me, I'm so expansive with everything that I listen to that there are some sets where I'm like, yo, I just want to vibe. Like, I just want to rock. Yeah. I love playing and people yep. sitting down because it's like, oh, like, you just getting, you know, you just kind of having a good time and, like, getting off into, you know, something different. But then there are other sets, you know, that I've done to where it's like, okay, it's real high energy. Like, I just did a Halloween party. We had, like, an all-black lineup. Super dope. But the basis of my set was, like, house, ghetto tech, and, Mm. like, um, uh, like, be more, uh, like, flips and, like, Nola Bounce and, like, all that stuff. So I feel like you got to know, like, where things fit too is important. How with the access to hundreds of millions of records, like how do you train your ear to know what's good and what's not? Ooh, um, because there's so much music out there, it doesn't stop. Like, with you know, every on Spotify, I think like every like what six hours, like a hundred thousand songs is uploaded, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like. How do you train your ear to be like, yo, this is this is dope, or because you say you you know you search and you put together playlists like is yeah it first three seconds is it ten seconds are you listening to whole three minutes of a song so 
now, at, well, I would say, like, my normal process was, like, oh, like, let me go through every song, like, now. No, I'm, like, I'm looking for, like, okay, how does the bridge sound? Okay, ooh, yeah. like, I'm thinking about stuff I can, like, incorporate into, like, what I already have. So, like, it used to be, like, oh, I'm going to go through and listen to every song. Now, I skip to the middle of the song, and I'm, like, okay, mm, skip to the end. Uh, I really don't like it. And I hate to do that because I'm, like, oh, I definitely want to come back to this and, like, give the artists their flowers. But, like, for me, also, I, it's been a gripe of, like, battling with, like, yo, Yes, it's super dope that, like, yourself and, like, you play for yourself. But sometimes I also have difficulty with, like, making sure I'm also kind of catering to what people want. But sometimes I just really be like, I just want y'all to come listen to me, like, and what I think is cool. Like, and this shit is cool. And I'm telling you, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like, realistically, when you go to a set, a lot of people have, especially for the type of stuff that I play, it's like, oh, a lot of people have the same setup. It's like, yo, we're going to hear some new stuff. And then at some point in the night, somebody going to start playing some 2000 stuff. And then it's just going to continue to decline from there as far as, like, genre and, like, time. Yeah. Most of the time, people don't know what they want to hear. So, I think knowing <laughs> that, it's like... I'm glad oh, she ain't changed in that aspect. No, like, I feel like people don't know. So, that gives you opportunity to add things in so for me i'm all about like with my sets and also being myself people know i love to introduce you to new music right so so they already know so you already know from jump like what it's gonna be or i'm playing something that's nostalgic or playing something different in a way that you haven't heard it before um so i'm very like transparent about that so i think that kind of helps. I don't want to say weed out those people who aren't really that open as I am as far as music. Um, but with building like um, playlists or like things I just want to like focus on, I'm like, okay, what are pockets that I can intro this in? So yes, like I'm playing things similar to the things that you like, but where am I going to get you to where I can just, I got your attention, but I'm about to switch and do something completely different. That's mm-hmm. really me and gives you the opportunity to learn something new too. How, how much influence do you like the creatives have around you? Like her or Joey or Dr. Oh, or so much. I mean, so, so like, much. Like do y'all, cause like, I almost feel alienated with my music cause it's like my old heads, mm. you know, and they always vinyl, 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 you know, mm. and then my young boys, you know, I don't like, I don't be with them enough to really be hip, but mm. I'm trying to keep up, you know what I'm saying? But I watch y'all as a collective together. Mm. So it's like, do y'all share music? Yeah, like, I definitely think we do. If this we have is the like new dope shit, like, ah, you need to peep this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. I mean, like, even with talking with each other, I think, um, I mean, a lot of, uh, like, even, like, Dom, for example, he has his after-hours thing, and he yeah. does, like, his playlist or whatever. So, I mean, um, even though we all, like, can be busy and stuff like that, if we see each other at an event or something, it's like, yo, did you listen to this? Oh, let me see you this. Like, um, or, oh, like, I heard this. I think you might like this. Like, um, even with, not even just DJ sets, but it's like, yo, for those who are producers and, like, making their own music, it's like, yo, I know you might be working on this right now. Listen to this. This might help you. You know what I mean? For what you have coming out or, you know, what you're putting together and stuff. So, yeah. I think um, it's it's important. But I will say for myself, I don't really know what the scene was like beforehand. But amongst 
the women, it was it wasn't really like that. Um, as yeah, far as like DJing and stuff, I definitely want to get into that talk. Um, we will. Um, how has social media in like helped or hurt mm-hmm. or anything? You know, because y'all such a social media air. You know, whether it's you know, obviously IG, mm-hmm. even TikTok, even you know, Twitter. Whatever the social media platform is, like, do y'all embrace it or do y'all get dope shit from there or is it just like, ah, it's just noise. Like, I ain't really on that shit. Um, I think it depends because I'm not going to lie. Some TikToks and stuff, like, I definitely be finding music, like, through there sometimes. Like, just, yeah, like, searching. I definitely do. I also, I'm like, <laughs> oh. screenshot that shit back. Yes, <laughs> like, let me go add this. Or I'll close it out and be like, oh, you should add this. But I think a lot of, um... It also depends on, like, you know, how you interact with the app. So, I think um, TikTok and, like, Instagram, like, my pages are music surrounded. So, um, a lot of the stuff that I find is, or that I have access or that I readily see is geared towards those things. Um, I think it's cool. Um, and I say the one thing specifically is, like, oh, like, all the kids and stuff on, like, TikTok are doing, like, the Get Sturdy stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, all the dances. And I, I think it's super cool. my seven-year-old getting sturdy yesterday. <laughs> I promise you. I swear. I was like, get sturdy. And she started doing the dance. I it's was like, it's so, But it's so cool, though, because I'm, like, for me, and even now, it's, like, it's so many... Um, you know, like black, like young black kids, and like those who may like want to be creatives. That it's like, okay, I like rap, but like that's cool. Like, I like R and B, that's cool too. But like, I might like house, or I might like something different. So I feel like social media is positive in that way because it's like it's shining a light on like all those sub a subculture like black genres so like you know chicago like jit music and like ghetto yep. tech you know like detroit all of those house, detroit house baltimore Grime, house, all house, of that stuff Grime. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like this stuff is cool too so it's like you know you're not limited like as far as like options as to what you like how d- you've been in columbus you said three or four years yeah um how is the culture of columbus to you musically and creatively um, so I was an observer yes. for a very long time before <laughs> yeah. I answered myself, but, um, not, I don't, I don't want to say purposely because like, you know, with being in radio, I was still always in entertainment, but I was just on a different side. I, uh, so I was able to observe like, okay, like a lot of the groups and like people who rock with each other, like the DJs who were on the scene, um, at the time. And like, honestly, I think <laughs> the thing that motivated me the most at the beginning was like fuck everybody like but respectfully though like <laughs> i just did not care like i did it and i would call like my friends I'm your and stuff fan. i know honestly like i would call my friends out and you can ask anybody at any time we have a conversation i'd be like shit fuck it fuck them fuck it like it don't matter um and so with doing my events and stuff it was like yo i'm doing this for me and then like I started getting. I started at doing stuff at the Oracle, yeah. And then um, weird ass bar. Yeah, it was interesting. I was like, <laughs> but it was close to my house, and it, like it is, it's cute. It is. It is cute. It's an interesting. It's like the entrance, you go up, and then it's like the bar. Then you go down. And yes. Like in the in the like it's in the cut. Like yes. yeah. It's, it's interesting. Weird. So it was like Oracle. But they show love. They show love. 
Oracle and Two Truths. Like shout those are like shout out to it, and I miss them so much. Yeah, Let me rest say, in peace, rest in peace, Two Truths, because like I feel like they were one of the only bars at the time. So when I was really getting on the scene, that really appreciated artists and like everything that they was doing. And then it was just a plus that it was black owned, like for me too. So I was just like, okay. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And then, like, from there, like, I already kind of knew who people were. So, I would go out and, like, support, you know, like, other people's events and stuff and, like, introduce myself. So, like, um, when the Nothing But Vibes party was going on, like, oh, I yeah. went to, you know, Satella and Chico. And and then um, I met, you know, Danny, Defry Calamari. Shout out to her. Um, I um I heard the name. I see the name all the time. I yeah. think it's a dope a dope name. I think <laughs> yeah. both of y'all got crazy dope names. Thank that's, you. that's very catchy. We'll get into that, but um I don't I don't know her. I've never heard her spin yet. Yeah, so. she's cool. So uh I like when we talk more about it, we've done like some events together and stuff. Um, but like I think the buzz just kinda came from there. It was like, yo, you pop it up everywhere, like who is this? And I was just like Y'all gonna see me and y'all gonna feel me because I'm really about this music and I I got something to offer and I I'm good like and it just kind of went from there so I don't want to say it was like on some Drake shit like force like you gonna have to listen to me type feel but gonna, like, you like this shit, <laughs> but you gonna like it you know what I mean you don't even and know. it's fire you don't even know yet so right you gonna like this shit. right so. And it's fire. So, um, yeah, that was just my, my thing. I was like, I can't be worried about what other people are doing. And I can't say I'm perfect. Like, it definitely was times I was like, damn, like, this is weird. Like, why is everybody together but separated? But yep. not together. But <laughs> some of these people over here and some of these people Columbus. over here. And I was like, this is stupid. And so, um, I think after I continued, like, doing some gigs there and was starting to get to know people, I was like, yo, I want to do something that's together and like creative especially like for the women um it was only a few that i had known but i was like okay i was doing research you know investigating like okay there were events at the time that certain women were doing together um but then they were just kind of non-existent and then you know the pandemic also contributed to a lot of like parties and stuff not coming back or like not happening so it was like okay where do i fit like in this scene how do you feel like being a dope woman DJ in a male dominated field, like is that like is that like empowering? Cause you know you're dope, mm-hmm. or do you just like yo? I'm a DJ. Like no matter if I was green, they gotta be a dope DJ. Like yeah, I was gonna say I think it definitely is a po- empowering being like a woman, but also it's like it depend. I don't well. How do I say this? Um, Ain't no edits, nigga. (laughs) 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 I keep it real with myself. No, it's okay. I got my own platform. I'm like, how do I say this? Um, A lot of there are a lot of different types of um, DJs and like different women on the scene. So I feel like I had to take myself serious in order to be taken serious, Um, and not everyone I feel like has genuine intent um, right. on being a DJ, being a DJ, which is fine. I just feel like I had to find the people who resonated with music the way that I did. Cause I knew, I mean, there's a lot of everything, you know what I mean? DJs, photographers, videographers, whatever, but like who's that group, you know, that, or those few people who you really resonate with. Um, so 
yes, definitely feeling empowering, like, as a woman. But it was like, shit, this shit's in my blood. I know I'm dope. Like, I don't need you to tell me. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've had, like great people around me, great musical influences. And also, I know I don't know everything. And I feel like that's also um, a thing that, I guess, separates myself from, like, other DJs or, like, guys. Because some guys are like, oh, like, you know, I know everything. I know what's hot. Like, I'm playing it. And, like, people are sitting down. And it's like, actually, nigga, you don't. Like, and and, and let's be clear, like, women are tastemakers of music. Like, so I appreciate guy DJs. You know what I mean? Like, Satelle and you know Chico and like um, you know even Be Ready you know what I mean like who definitely have their flair of like their own music but they also cater to the women because they know what it we listen sense. to you know like it makes sense so yeah, yeah. even my OG told me that a long time ago like he's like I play for the women yeah. And then the niggas gonna be there like you know regardless <laughs> like, like, I, I play if the women can go home and they had a good time I did my job mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I didn't know if that resonated even from a female DJ's point of view like as long as the women had a good time yes that's what I'm here for I'm here for black girls like people who look like me you know yeah. what I mean like for us to have a good time and create those spaces cause a lot of those spaces like I said R.I.P. to two truths like don't exist no more so it's, it's difficult <clears throat> you ever want to produce like produce records? Yeah, so yeah, so I've done some stuff. Okay, okay. I'm like super iffy and like tiptoeing, like kind of dipping my toe a little bit. It, man. It's I know it's so crazy, and I'm like, dang, like my, I just keep digging. My theory, my theory is all the dope producers were DJs. Yeah. So whether you know DJ Premier, yeah. Just Blaze, RZA, even Jimmy Jam, mm-hmm. like all the dope DJs, you know what I'm saying? All the dope producers were DJs first. Yeah. In some capacity mm-hmm. because they know what works. Yeah. I think So I with have you being a dope DJ, like you know what works because you do it. You don't even realize you're doing it. And then I'm sure if you start like, yo, if I if I took that baseline from that record, took those keys from that record, I bet you this should be a jam. Because you're already doing it with flips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it, it's interesting. Because I'll be like, mm. And there's definitely some stuff that I, like, I have, you know, that I've done. So I'm like, oh, like, you know. And I'll put out, like, a flip or two, like, just something basic. Um, that I have, like, on my SoundCloud. But it was, like, a while ago. Um, but... I feel like it's definitely a space I want to explore. Um, I just felt like at the time, creatively, it was like, oh, this is so much going on. But then I was also doing, like, executive producing for, like, some friends. So, like, just being in on, like, their creative process and, like... Yeah, um, giving so, advice. Yeah, so, like, someone I was really close to at one point in time, like, awesome, like, producer, like... I would be like, yo, like, listen to this, like, or, you know, take this out, put this in, like, whatever, like, and help him put together, like, yeah, like. That's that's literally what Puff does. Yes. That's literally what Hitmaker does. Like, they don't, they don't actually touch the equipment, but their ears are trained to, like, yo, we're going to do this sample, we're going to run it through this filter, we're going to add this drums, 
It's crazy, yeah. and I and I've done it, and I and I've listened, and I'm he was saying everything you know to me, um, and I'll be like, yo, maybe you should fix this, or actually, you know, take these vocals that you didn't know, like you were gonna use these for, and put this with this, and like, um, and so hopefully, you know, like he has some music, um, some more music, I should say, coming out soon, but um, it's definitely a space I want to get into, not only like making my own flips, Avi, but. Um, just figuring out, I guess, what else I could do creatively. So I just gotta quit being scary. Essentially. Yeah, definitely gotta quit being scary. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna take it back real quick. Okay. What was the first songs that you blend that you remember? That I was like, ooh, this is this blend was fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang. Um. So when I first started, like, I putting my stuff out there. I did a series. Um. On SoundCloud, I damn, what did I call it? Lip Caught service? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, research, I'm a okay? so, you know what I'm saying? So, and I still go back and listen to those sometimes because I'm like, ooh, I've definitely gotten a lot better since I've done those. And people are like, oh, you should put out more mixes. And I'm like, y'all, come see me. Like, come see me. But maybe I'll put out a mix. Um, I think it's important to put out a mix. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm gonna just be honest for old niggas like me that can't make it. You know, can't make that's it. True. The that's true. That's true. So I definitely, I definitely have to do that. Um, you gotta think of the old niggas. You know, I would say when I was recording, maybe the first or second part of like the episode, because I'm like very theatrical and I love like stuff. So I was like, ooh, let me call my friend. She's gonna do this intro for me, and I was like, this is fire. Like you can't tell me. So I would say like my first blend, and I was like, ooh. Um, it was probably Rock the Boat and Excuse Me, Miss. I put both of that together. And at the time, um, I was... Damn, you went for like, to Pharrell. I, I love Pharrell. I love him. Um, and He's so, I, uh, I was like, yo, this is cool. So, at first, when I first started like my Sonic Blush page, it's really crazy. I was telling my, my sister, Haley... Um, I was like, yo, I'm just going to be anonymous. Like, awesome. I was like, I'm going to be her. I'm going to be inconspicuous. <laughs> like, and she like, bitch, just <laughs> like, you do it too much. Like, just do it. So at first I would record these blend videos, right? It'd just be like one song and another song. I would just record these blend videos and I would have this covering like over on my face. But like some of my friends like knew who I was, but I was starting to get like traction like in the area. So I took all those videos down, um, and I had one, I had did like one of those little promo things for like $5. This girl had put me on her story. And I had did um, like some Dirty South stuff. So it was like Lil Rue. Um, dang. It was like some bangers. Like Dirty South yeah, bangers yeah, that like yeah. people know. And the video <laughs> had got like, I think a thousand and something views. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I was like, like okay. But also at the time, I was still only filtering in and filtering out. So I was like, I haven't even touched any of these other buttons, you know? So I just knew I was fired. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would say like those are the first couple blends that I was like, cool. But like when I started to like listen, um, because I've been trying to be more better with like wordplay and stuff like that. Um, Or like playing like samples and stuff or like where they come from. Um, one that I vividly remember and I love that I recorded the set. Um, I did, uh, it was like one of my first times playing with Deep Fried Calamari at Bodega. 
Um, and it was the original sample from Kick Push from Lupe Fiasco. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, And the lady, she, I forget the song right now, but she was singing. And then I just yeah. had, like, the becoming, I was like, yo, you yeah. can't tell me nothing. I'm out here in these streets. Yeah, that like, sample was, uh, yeah, soundtrack was good like, for that sample. Oh, that my great. gosh. <clears throat> so, yeah, those are like, my first few. Um, talk about little lip service mixes, man. Cause like, you know, I, 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 yeah. that was crazy. Okay. So and I, the jams tab you have on your IG. Okay. Okay. So, um, I actually haven't posted that to that in a while and I need to. Um, so again, like at the time, um, cause all those posts are like mad old. And when I was doing a blend videos before I took a lot of them like off my page and like started to rebrand and like take photos and stuff like that. Um, I was like, yo, it's quarantine, like, it's being lifted. It's like, oh, like, we outside. Like, cool. We outside. So, um, I was like, I want to do a mix to kind of debut myself, get some photos taken, and just see what happens, you know? Um, so, I did the mix actually all at one time. Um, and I recorded it at the station, um, when it was still on East First Street. And... Um, I was like, yo, I was like, I want to break this up into three parts. And I remember when I finished and I let one of my friends hear it, like it was anything that like they had ever heard from me, like for the first time. And I got a really like a lot of great feedback. And um, so then like I would go to like little get togethers. My friends had like parties and stuff. We was going over each other's houses because we still technically wasn't quarantined, but like we were close to being lifted. Yeah. And I was start I started playing it for other people and they were like, yo, like, who is this? But I like wouldn't <clears throat> say anything. Like I just kinda <laughs> observed. Just playing that shit like Yeah, like <laughs> let people I'm like, shit nigga, that's me. Like you about to know real soon. <laughs> just in case they be like, this shit trash. You like, like I, I, don't I, mean, I don't know who it is, you know? <laughs> um so yeah, so like that was the first mix series that I did and like a lot of people still post that to this day and I'm and I go back and listen to it and I'm like just for what my ear was I think at that time which I was like what a couple years ago and like what it is now um, like grown. I've grown so much but even still looking at where I started I was like okay yes could my filters have been different like this is like me, my first ever mix series putting together or could I have transitioned better? You know what I mean? Being yeah. critical. But I'm like, yo, for the range of like music mm-hmm. I had in that series, I was like, I just want, I just want to, I don't want to put everything in there, but I'm like, I just want to show all the stuff that I love. Yeah. Like, and I just broke <clears> it up <throat> in, into three. So. That's right. like little history, I guess. Okay, I, I like it. I like it because yeah. I was peeping and I peeped the you know the jams on your IG and I was going through. I was like, oh, this shit is fire. Yeah. Um, so the jams. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. That please. um, that came from like I said with the videos at the time that I was doing. I took down. I would just make sure I was staying active on my page because I knew I was gearing up to post um like the different parts of like the mixes just showing people what I listen to every day and I noticed like a lot of um my algorithm like not only on my personal page because I have like a DJ page and then I have like my my page like Taylor um 
started to change. So a lot of the songs that I was like playing now, like at the time, and I still think it's true, um, just from what I was studying in school, cause like, I'm like into like marketing and social media and stuff. Um, Instagram will, after like you go through all your stories, will recommend people's pages or stories to you based on like what you like. Um, and so big brother watching. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, um, I would like post songs and stuff that I just thought was like cool. So I did this like 30 day challenge or whatever. And that's like what the jams tab was. And a lot of the artists and stuff that I was posting, I started to see like their blue checks popping up under my account. But I'm like, how is this? Like, I only have like 15 followers, like on this page, you know? Um, so really that was just honestly sharing what like I listened to. Cause it was like, okay, this is what I know my music is going to emulate, like sharing stuff that I like, sharing stuff that's new. Like, Hey, you should listen to this, you know, just being open with stuff. So what is your weapon of choice as DJ and like what equipment do you use? So right now I have um, the Pioneer um, FLX. Um, so that one's like newer. Um, so that's like actually the first piece of equipment I've ever bought myself. Um, and I still have. And so I feel like I've definitely grown out of it. Um, but I, I am like well versed on like different types of equipment. So like when I first started teaching myself how to DJ when my dad was still living here, he had Pioneer Decks and a Rain um, mixer. mixer. Yeah. Mm. So I, like, practiced on CDJs. Um, and then he bought the Rain 12s, and I was trying to start, like, teaching myself how to play, like, on vinyl and, like, Serato and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so I'm looking, actually, like, within the next month or so, because my birthday is coming up, to buy myself um, something new. So I've been deciding... On either the Rain One controller. Rain One controller go crazy. I, I was, know. I was it the other day. Yeah, but see, the only thing is, I'm like, well, I only I want to get another controller because I don't have the space right now to have a full like setup the way I would like to. Yeah. Um. So, but the only thing is, my only gripe with it is that I've gotten so used to having four channels that I'm like, hmm. It's got two channels, but it's got that extra USB port on there. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, because I like I like playing with people. You know what I'm saying? I know not everyone is necessarily like versed on playing on vinyl, so that's cool. But then I was like, oh, like maybe I'll get the SRT, like you know, one thousand or whatever, because it still has the four channels. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you have the the platters on there, but. I think my next purchase is going to be the rain one. Um, the rain, like, yeah, that so, shit is dope. Yeah, so and my my dad he actually has it, so I was like able to mess Shout with it. Like, pops. yeah, he's cool, <laughs> cool guy. Um, he, I was able to like mess around with it um, a few times. So I'm like, mm, I think this is the way I'm gonna go. Yeah, it takes some get some getting used to. Even when I like my OG got one. Uh, shout out to DJ D Boogie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my homeboy DJ Dame. Like I'll be playing like every time. Like it's more so like, hey, I got a gig, but come out and spin with me, Trav. So you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I just bring my computer and then I will practice on that shit. Yeah, and I'll be loving it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm like I I have outgrown and I and I love the F- FLS because I mean it is newer and it definitely is like um it's not like super expensive. I think it's like maybe six or seven hundred dollars. But I was like I want to um. Make sure I'm like not just going out and buying something that's just super expensive and then not really using it, you know, to its full capacity. Like I'm always cognizant of that like sort of stuff. So yeah. So I always ask uh, my guests this question too. 
Okay. <laughs> As a DJ, mm-hmm. can you go out and just hear any DJ play? Absolutely not. Or do you like got the, <laughs> the face on? Are you looking at your friend like, what the fuck is going on here? Absolutely not. And it's so <clears throat> funny because we were just talking about this. It's tough, and ain't me, it? And me and Satele, Dom... And uh, Trig, we have this. We've had this conversation before too. <laughs> and tell the guys they gotta come on the show, man. We just gotta chop it up. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I want all the guys here at one time, man. We just chop it up. Yeah, for sure. I definitely will. Um, I cannot. But see, the thing is, is like the way that she ain't keeping it a buck right now. I know, I know, I am. She is, and, and it's so bad because I try not to be like that but I think it's just also to the influences that I had like I come from like watching like being a kid and like Bash at the Bay was going on in Toledo and that was huge and it was like this huge DJ like battle and people were changing a fader with their nose and spinning around and doing tricks like that's what I see so that is what my standard is for myself like because that's what I saw so when I go out I think first your ears train differently because now that I'm actually a DJ it's like oh okay like this is you know how different things work right you know how stuff is supposed to sound like when it transition and like when to bring something in when to bring something out timing like all that different stuff so I can't go out and enjoy in that way because automatically my mind is switched to like okay yeah DJ mode (laughs) right and it's like I don't mean to be so I try to like work on that but yeah, I remember for my birthday um, last year, me and Danny, uh, we were at Fireproof and somebody was playing. And even people who weren't DJs were like, what the fuck yeah, is going like on? That like, And I was just like, it was slamming of records. And I just couldn't wrap my mind around how you could fuck it up. Like, I mean, like, not in, like, a rude way because, I, like I said, I, I always give people grace at where they are on their DJ journey because, again, not everybody take music as serious as me, so I can't tell you that you wrong for doing, you know, what you're doing. You know what I mean? But I was just like, ooh, I gotta go. I can't even enjoy myself. Let yeah. me finish my drink. Let me leave. And it's it's funny because it's a few and I'm just like... No. <laughs> I respect it. I respect that. I, I, no. I try. And I think you'll learn, you know, the more you grow, the more you'll just be like, uh, because I used to be that way. I used to be that way. So critical. And I, and I ran with a DJ crew. So it was like, if you're not as dope as my crew, like you're trash. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start realizing. And then when I actually start practicing, I'm like, this shit ain't as easy as it looked. Like, in my mind. It's like, not. Like, in my mind, these two songs go together. Then you start looking at the BPMs like, y'all, damn, this is 69 and this is 86. Like, right. do not work. No, and it's like, the fact that you tried to make it work <laughs> yeah. is like, crazy and then like a lot of controllers have sync buttons too and yeah. I can tell when something is like the sync button. yes Offer and it. like I'm like nah dog like I would literally be practicing like okay let me listen if I gotta count it in in my head if I even gotta it's got to the point where like I'm like okay this is 120 I need to have what let me divide this by two I divide the numbers in my head like yep. so yep. you know yep. what I mean it's cool and I'm just like I just don't understand what's not clicking um so so it's it's yeah i don't 
I, I just don't. I get it. I get it. And I try not to because you want to be supportive. But then I think the other thing that allows me to just kind of be honest and what I'm feeling is like, again, I'm big on genuine energy and and people. So, you know, when people are doing things to be seen, I know when people are doing things to yeah. be, you know, just. Clout chasing. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell when people are serious and genuine. Chase. Like, ah. Yeah. And it's you like. You don't care about this shit in two months. If you. <laughs> Playing and it's like I feel that it's so like I'm definitely not taking you serious, like because you don't believe in it the same way I do. So right. yeah. So the name, and I know I should ask you this in the beginning, but I, I the kidding. conversation was going. Yeah. Um, Sonic Blush. What does it mean to you? To me. So to so I was coming up with the name. I was on Facetime with um, my sister Haley, and I was like, I want something like cool. I was like something like oh, like you know, fun. And so, um, it's actually funny. The first ever um, time I was just listening to music, I was listening to um, the Supersonic song um, by... Supersonic. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. I was like, okay. I was like, Sonic, (laughs) Sonic, Sonic. I was like, okay. And I was like, but what's something that can make it cool? And I was like, I like... I was thinking of like different colors and stuff pink and I was like oh like blush sonic blush blush maybe but then I was like okay when I get like anxious or I feel any sort of thing any feeling (laughs) my cheeks get like super pink but I'm like I can't say super pink like so sonic (laughs) sonic blush pink blush so it just kind of came like and blush we trust yes I I like that I like that that really should be a tag it is shout out to my friend because he came up with that for me and I was like I have to pay for this and he was like nah it's cool bro and I was like I was like that's so good I was like I like this it is it is I like that um what would you what would your advice be to like a young woman coming up right now? Because the times are crazy different, you know, even from 10 years ago from you to now, mm-hmm. times are different. So what would you tell like, you know, a 12 year old, 13 year old that wants to DJ? Um, to be yourself, um, number one. Mm-hmm. And second is... Um, to get to, you know, not only know yourself within music, but find people who care about music the same way you do. Um, and allow yourself to be open because things that I thought I liked or that I thought I was going to be known for playing is definitely different than what I'm doing now. Um, so yeah, those would be like my three things to, to give advice to and, um, a young, someone younger than me. <clears throat> what is your dream gig right now? Like, what is like a the, dream gig? Yeah, as of right now, I mean, obviously it's going to evolve because you're going to reach all your dreams. But what is your dream gig right now? A dream gig is for me to open at some festival. That's like a gig for something that's definitely geared towards like. Um, my type of vibe and like, like the things. Or um, so some, uh, or something in the water. Something in the water. Um, okay. yeah, cause I mean, just I'm a huge Pharrell fan. Um, so that would probably be on there for me. Um, I would probably say like Afropunk. Afropunk. Yeah. Um, is another one just because I'm really big on like sub like black subculture genre, um, music and hmm. If I had to say another, 
it probably would be like Broccoli City Fest or something like that in DC. Yeah. Yep. So those three. Yep. Shout out to Marty. Yep. Yeah, Marty, he started that shit. Like, I remember he started that shit, like, in the very beginning, because he was, like, on Twitter, and he, like, his uh, roommate, went, they went to Boston College together, and I just remember mm-hmm. always talking about, I want to start a festival, and he did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's, like, a staple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Last question of the night. Cool. What is the most rewarding part of DJing for you? Um, Seeing people have a good time. Um, it, I mean, it's very plain. It's very simple, because again, like I said, a lot of spaces aren't readily available for uh, people who look like me, women who look like me, black people. I don't care what you are. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To enjoy themselves or even be exposed to something different. So that's always at the forefront of like my sets and like what I keep in my mind um, with exposing people to music because that's what I want to do. Um, so I would say that is the most rewarding part. Like having people come up to me and being like, Hey, or even other black girls, like specifically come up to me, like, Hey, like I saw you here before and I've been trying to catch you. Um, and I was able to come to the set and I had a really great time. Like me and my friends had a great time. Like, so that's I mean shoot that's how I met you like she came up yeah she came up to me and she was like hey I saw you here and like I came here and I was like I have to catch one of her sets and now we're cool you know what I mean so um (laughs) create a community is like really the biggest thing it's like I'm here for the black girlies like I got another party coming up uh silk booty where I'm like I I yeah uh shout out to Kara uh, she made that. Um, I am excited for that. I'm like, that's geared towards the black girlies for having a space for us to be able to exist and not have to worry about certain shit happening to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're out DJing um, or even just out supporting because I'm a real big person on not playing in places that I can't invite women who look like me or black people who look like me without knowing that they're safe. Um, so that's the biggest thing. Especially today. I mean, yeah. Off, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. So we literally heard that this morning, oh, like when we sorry. woke up and I was like, dog, this ain't real. Yeah. Like um, what? Safe so. spaces is definitely important. Yeah. But look, man, this was an honor to do this. You don't yeah, understand. Thank you. Like, it's so crazy because I'm like, <laughs> I'm just me. <laughs> that, and you being you is dope. Thank you, like, I appreciate it. Like I said, it. you know, off mic, you know, I'm just attracted to people that do dope shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's whatever you do, whatever creative space it is, as long as you're not harming nobody and it's dope, mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I'm going to be a fan of it. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for, you know, the older generation like me to support the younger generation. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is a divide there and, you know. That's why I want to get the young boys on here. You know what I'm saying? Well, they ain't that young. But, yeah. You know, they my young boys. So, yeah. You it's, know, I just think it's important to have these conversations, man. And, you know, you got my support. Oh, a thousand percent. Appreciate sure. you. Um, obviously, oh, we take that. So, and I wish my girl Raina could be here, man. Like, It's like so I crazy. Yeah, I definitely man. have to, like, I feel like I've seen her. Like, we've said hello, but, like, I actually am like, dang, I want to yeah, meet you. She, like, you've been <laughs> telling people about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely, you know, she's very big on, you know, supporting black women, especially young black women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, man, thank you so much for doing this. Oh yeah, man. no I problem. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for your time, man. It's your boy Chad Day, Needle to the Groove, Sonic Blush. We out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs>